award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Couple wins $5 million lottery jackpot while simply trying to make change. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Okay, Kevin, it is news time. Excited. We do have a special guest on the phone here, and we'll get to that in a second here. Kevin, I'm very excited to hear your news, though, as well. Oh, very excited to hear my news. Well, I will tell you, my news is basically high. I'm going to give you a smell to relieve anxiety, and then I'm going to talk about how you can be clean. Okay? Okay. How about that? I like it. These are the best scents to have around your house right now if you would like to ease anxiety. They say lavender, rosemary, amber, and well, I don't know this one. Vetiver? Vetiver? You guys ever heard of that one? No. Huh. I haven't heard of that either. I've heard of the other ones. I've done the lavender. It is helpful. It definitely does relax you a little bit. Rosemary, amber, and vetiver. So there you go with some of the smells that you may want around your house to help you relax. Now, around your house, you want to keep things clean. You want to keep things safe and sanitary. We thought, you know, who do we know that actually might have some information on staying clean and sanitary? And then we thought, well, the most sanitary guy we know. (laughs) Mr. Zero Residue himself, the man behind (laughs) Zero Res, the man who owns Zero Res, uh, our buddy Jeremy. What's up, Jeremy? How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. Hey, it's man. We uh, out there, though. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on. We've got, uh, you know, I mean, everybody wants to be clean now. It's become a big thing. And uh, you sent an email the other day uh, about disinfecting, and it was. I thought it was pretty cool because I didn't, you know, I'm not a. I don't like germs. I'm kind of a. I don't know, Slim, am I a germaphobe, would you say? One of the biggest. Okay, great. Um, so I guess I'm a germaphobe, Jeremy. <laughs> and so I learned stuff from you when you sent out this email. I thought, this is cool. And I wanted you to kind of like share some of this with us on the disinfecting. We think we're doing it right, but we might not be. Yeah, I think uh, you know there, you got three really parts. You have, you have cleaning, sanitizing, disinfecting. And cleaning is we're going to remove all of the dirt, oils, and soils from the surface. And a lot of people get mixed up because they just like, oh, I can just spray disinfectant over everything, but you can't. Uh, you're just wasting it. Um, so the first step that the CDC recommends in any cleaning process or to kill a virus or bacteria is to actually clean the surface first so that then you can either sanitize or disinfect it. So sanitizing is that we actually remove, physically remove the pathogens, the viruses, and then disinfect is we're going to kill, kill them chemically um, or physically. Uh, through, uh, you know, just destroying them. Um, so a lot of people get confused with like, oh, you know, I, I just go buy a sanitary wipe and you probably have one next to you within, you know, 30 feet of you. And that wipe is going to do an all-in-one service for me, like uh, all-in-one shampoo. I can clean and condition my hair. But that's not the case with killing viruses. We have to do steps. Um, and so you got to clean first. And then we can disinfect. Yep. So when you say clean, so like what, what exactly? Yeah, what exactly should we do to clean the surface first? Well, you you have to remove all of the dirt, oil, and stuff that's there, uh, particulate, um, 
that has to be removed for the virus to be like susceptible to being killed by your disinfectant. Um, so like coronavirus is an envelope virus. It has uh, a protein built around it. And the thing that protects that protein is oil, dirt, and soil. Um, that's the worst thing that you can have is a dirty home and then spray disinfectant and then feel like, oh, I just killed all my viruses. You killed all the, the viruses that are at the top that aren't very you know, dangerous, but you, you left the one, you know, or the few that, you know, can really hurt you. So if you're doing countertops and stuff, you're, whatever household cleaner you might have, whatever it might be, you're cleaning that first, getting it down all the way to the countertop, and then spraying or whatever if you want to do the disinfectant. Yeah, hot water, using, you know, whatever cleaners that you have that are safe. Um, you know, and disinfectants are harsh on you, too. You got to wear gloves, be smart about what you're touching. Um, a lot of people are talking about how their fingers are all dried out right now because they're just, you know, all nigh from you know, all these chemicals that they're using in their home. So look at protecting yourself uh, in this process of, of cleaning your home. And you sent us some information, Jeremy, and I, and I saw one where you were talking about the wipes and with it being mm -hmm. wet and how wet the surface needs to be or how long it needs to be wet to kill the virus. Yeah, I mean, so the actual process of the kill is a dwell time. So, again, the application if I'm going to use a wipe after I clean the surface, then I'm going to take the wipe and then I'm going to get the surface wet and I want it to stay wet. I don't want to wipe it off and then dry it off. You know, I was a couple weeks ago, I was talking to the person at the gym, you know, before they all got shut down uh, and they were going around disinfecting and they were doing it wrong. And I was like, Hey, <laughs> I was like, I'm kind of a germ nerd. I'm kind of a clean freak. Let me, let me teach you something. And I said, you know, we go, you can go around and clean, but then you need to take the disinfectant and you need to, to mist or wipe that mist that the disinfectant on so it stays wet. Um, and uh, uh, a Clorox wipes are great because it's like a 15 to 20 second kill time, but it has to be wet for it to do that. Um, so that the dwell time, the contact that your disinfectant has with the germ has to be a certain amount of time. Um, when you're using uh, products that are designed to it, they work really fast and they kill really effectively as long as it's wet. And then you don't want to wipe it off and dry it off. You just leave it. How about if, how, how long can I use one like Clorox wipe? Like if I'm going to do, you know, a countertop, can I do a whole countertop with one wipe or am I supposed to like, you know, can I flip it over? Can I, do I have to throw it away and get a new one? What's the story on that? Um, yeah. Well, if you're wiping and in your, in your, uh, wipe turns brown, it's not clean. Right. And that's a good test to tell you, did I clean my surface first? So then it's, it's garbage then, right? Because you, you got to right. go clean. As long as you're getting all the surface J wet, um, you can use it as much as you can. Um, okay. If it starts, if you start wiping and you, you don't see a layer of wetness that can stay wet for, you know, probably at least about a minute, um, then you're not using enough product. So then you need to use another wipe or you need to, you need to use a squirt bottle that, that can lay that product down, that disinfectant down. So you, so you have a contact of, of disinfectant that's not just drying and it's not getting wiped away by you. What about, I know Slim can relate to this one because his wife has done this too. Are you just like spray it in the air? Is that even effective? <laughs> I mean, it, 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 if it comes in contact with the virus for a minute, it could, but probably not. You know, viruses airborne are going to be moving around and they're going to drop, but they're usually going to land on something. They're going to be on a human or they're going to be on a surface. And that's where you're, probably your best bang for your buck is 
who are actually killing the virus in your home. So, you know, anything that you're touching, doorknobs, switches, um, you know, your pillowcase, <laughs> your couch, you know, stuff that you're constantly touching or laying on that you have physical contact, you want to keep cleaned and disinfected. Uh, and, and right now it's hard to find disinfectants. So I have a list of a couple that we'll post to our Facebook page of, of stuff you probably have around your house that you don't think you could use that would get you by. Um, so a third of a cup of bleach to a gallon of water, and that's a one-minute kill time. One minute has to be wet. Nice. Um, 70% or more alcohol solutions. Any alcohol that's over 70 proof, uh, one minute will kill um, viruses. Uh, and then uh, medicine cabinet, you might have hydrogen peroxide. Same thing. As long as you're on a clean surface, uh, contact for two to five minutes with hydrogen peroxide, it'll kill a virus. Um, wow. And if you're chemically sensitive and you can't do the chemical thing, then the best thing you can go to is heat. So steam, anything really over 180 degrees, 160, 180, or, or 200. Um, if you have a steamer, um, that contact is, is over a minute. Um, if it's clean, you can use a steamer. That heat will kill the virus as well. Um, wow. So you, you have that if, if, if you're out of everything else. If, uh, uh-huh. And if someone didn't catch all that, you could, you're going to put them up on, what, zerores.com? Um, on my Zero Res bookend Facebook page, we ha- we already have it posted. We will have you know, how to make your own disinfectant. Um, you guys can share that on your page because um, you you know you go to Walmart right now, you might not you might not find a Lysol wipe, right? Um, so, right, yeah. but you might have a bottle of bleach in the shed um, outside. Um, you might have some alcohol. You, you probably have hydrogen peroxide. Um, so you know, all it fails. You can use those things around your house. Um, and then we have the the kill time, the amount of dwell time next to those uh, on our Facebook page. Jeremy, I've been very worried about you the last couple of days because when they announced <laughs> that everyone needs to shave their beard for this whole thing, <laughs> oh, you are one of the beard legends in the city. Are you beardless or still with beard because you are in charge of the germs so you can fight them off easier? Oh, yeah. I'm totally keeping the beard because yes. I can shampoo my beard. I can clean my beard. Um and, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to shave my beard. So we're good. <sighs> Jeremy, I, <laughs> I, I honestly went, when I saw this, there was like three people that popped into my mind when I saw shave the beard <laughs> and I go, well, Jeremy is going to have to shave his. And I thought, no, no, no. He knows how to kill germs. Like he actually knows what yeah. to do with this. So he is, he has the safest beard in all of Spokane. <laughs> this is true. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. All those tips that uh, Jeremy was given, you can go to the Facebook page and you heard him say zero res Spokane Facebook page. will have all the information on there. And uh, thank you, buddy, for helping us out here with this. I had questions and I know a lot of people do. So I thought we might as well just go to the expert. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. And I think coming out of this, I think that we're probably going to be a little cleaner society. And uh, so I'm excited about that because that's, you know, I've been doing that for the last 17, 18 years. Um, and, uh, I think that would be good for everybody to, to just pay attention to what they're doing and how they're cleaning and follow the directions on the labels and, and we'll, you know, we'll get through this. Perfect, man. I hope you and your family are safe, bud. You too, guys. Thanks for having me on. See you, Jeremy. All right. Well, there's Jeremy. He, he, uh, owns and operates zero res and, uh, you can get a hold of them at 92 clean. And by the way, the keyword, since we're talking about cleaning the keyword oh. for eight o'clock, I'm sorry, it's late. I got into Jeremy there and got distracted. My bad. The keyword is clean. Clean will be your 8 o'clock keyword so you can get points while you're cleaning. I hope you're educated now, Kevin. I expect cleaning I over there today. 
100%. I mean, there, I think uh, everybody probably learned a little something there during that segment. Yeah, that was really, really good. Can you imagine Jeremy at the gym, too, and the guy's, like, cleaning, not doing it right? Uh, hey, bro. Um, well, and at the gym, you're probably thinking, I don't want to leave the stuff wet, right? Like, that doesn't seem – so you probably want to wipe it down. But then you're thinking, oh, well, the wet – the dwell, the dwell time is what it's about for the disinfectant. Well, and think about that when you're wiping off, like, you know, when people are wiping – this is the first thing I thought. When you go shopping – and there's somebody there, like something they're trying to do it, right? They're wiping the cart down for you, but it's yeah. not wet. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, something to consider. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right. Anyway, thanks to Jeremy from Zero Res. Appreciate it. Dude, he was awesome. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. I nap more when I'm not on vacation. That's what you meant. Yes. But what did you actually say? Kevin James. What I said was I nap more while I'm working. That's going on your evaluation. (laughs) (laughs) The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It is the Battle of the Boys. We are going at it toe-to-toe, the three of us, Jay, Kevin, Slim. We're all playing Beat the Show against each other because we're broadcasting from our houses and we can't really do phone calls uh, to play Beat the Show. So, uh, let's see. Scoreboard, is it, Slim, is it two-to-two for you and I? Uh, Jay is currently two-and-one. Kevin is 0-2, and and I am two-and-one. Oh, wow. Yes, indeed. The Battle of the Boys. And today is Double Point Thursday. So it's a chance for me to tie it up. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Uh, Desperate move by me to see if I could maybe get you guys to approve that. I also could go down four to zero. So think of it that way. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. You're a gambler. Uh, I'll leave it up to Slim. It's his questions today. Nothing else to do. Right. (laughs) All right, let's play. points on Thursday. It's fun. I like it. It's time to beat the show. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Hey, beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Step right up. It's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Step right up. It's time to beat the show. Boys, today would have been opening day in Major League Baseball. So in honor of that, we celebrate baseball today. Baseball, okay. Uh, Jay, you will get to play first as Kevin will be coming in as the challenger. You are the defending champ. I have got one minute on the stopwatch here in my studio. Kevin, will you remove your headset for about yeah. 90 seconds? I'm going to do that, guys. I just have to tell you a quick little story here. I just was looking for my phone for about a minute of this segment, trying to find my phone so I could set a stopwatch. And uh, it was in my pocket. Okay. Well, good news. You found it. Better news. We'll see you in 90 seconds. <laughs> Has he, he gone? gone? Yeah, he's gone. All right. Jay, 60 Kevin, you seconds. Want, Kevin, you want free money? 60 Kevin, seconds on the clock. I'll start it as soon as I finish this first question. What okay. Avenger actor also played a baseball player in the movie Moneyball? Uh, Chris Pratt. What character gets a smooch from the lifeguard in the Sandlot? Pass. Rob Schneider, David Spade, and John Heater are nerds playing baseball in what 2006 comedy? 
Wow. Um, bad News Bears. What baseball movie features speedster Willie Mays Hayes? Oh, that's a... Uh, oh. Oh. Pass. Dang it. Flamethrower Henry Rowan Gartner gets a chance to play Major League Baseball for what team? The Mets. Who plays the Angel Al in Angels in the Outfield? No clue. I'm stuck on that last one. God dang it. An obsession for the Boston Red Sox turns into a relationship between Ben... Oh, okay. All right. And it's Major League. Dang it. It would have been. We'll see if Kevin can get it. Oh, he'll do way better. It's baseball movies. He does movies better in general. I feel like both of you two... We'll wait till Kevin's on. Because we need to put a... We need to put an end to uh, I will take away double shot Thursday with a move you two have been doing the last couple beat the shots. Hello. Kevin? With- yes, sir, my sir. I'm putting an end to something that you and Jay have been doing in the last couple beat the shows that will lose you points. What you talking about? You guys us? both continually claim that you will lose beat the show. Uh, that is sort of true, but I only say it if it's honest. <laughs> yeah, right. And Jay did it again today, and you did it. I've kept notes in both of your losses leading in. You said, well, I'm probably going to lose today. Was that right? I will give you. Right. Yes. (laughs) There's Uh, a lack of confidence going into these games. You know, I'm not a big baseball guy, but here's the deal. I'm going to give it my best shot. I'm going to step up to that. Jimmy Allen. I'm going to take my bat. I'm going to swing it. Because yeah. I am the greatest okay. player oh. there ever was. Okay, Kenny. Are you ready for 60 yes, seconds of baseball trivia? Kevin, I will start yep. the timer when the first question is done. What Avenger actor also played baseball, a baseball player, in the movie Moneyball? Avenger? Oh, wow. Uh, pass. I don't know. What character gets a smooch from the lifeguard in The Sandlot? Hmm. Smalls. Rob Schneider, David Smate, David Spade, and John Heater play nerds playing baseball in oh. one 2006 movie. Comedy. One of my favorites, The Benchwarmers. Hilarious movie. Watch it. What baseball movie? What baseball movie features speedster Willie Mays Hayes? Uh, is that uh, the oh the the Charlie Sheen? Uh, gosh, what's that thing called? Major League. Flamethrower Henry Rowengartner gets a chance to play Major League Baseball for what team? Oh, the Angels? Who plays the Angel Al in Angels in the Outfield? I feel like you're doing this thing to me. (laughs) Angel Al, Danny Glover. Okay. Oh, he was the coach. He was the coach. Stands in the field. With his ball and bat Says I am the greatest Player of them all There you go, Kevin, just oh, for you Jay, It's so good Jay, It is good, actually It's so dang good You guys told me to listen to it the other day It was worth every single minute of it Really stinking good Okay, beat the show Let's see how we did Neither of you guys got to the seventh question So you both did six the seventh Got question it. was an obsession for the Boston Red Sox turns a relationship between Ben and Lindsay South in what romantic comedy? The answer to that oh, would have been Fever Pitch. Yes. 
So, but no one got there. So it's six questions versus six questions today. What Avenger actor also played a baseball player in the movie Moneyball? Kevin, you passed. Jaybird got this one right out the jump. Chris Pratt, one zero. Really? Yes, sir. What character gets a smooch from the lifeguard in the Sandlot? Jay passed. Kevin, you said Smalls. It was not Smalls. It was Squints. It was Squints. <sighs> Rob right. Schneider, David Spade, and John Heater are nerds playing baseball in what 2006 comedy? Jay said Bad News Bears. Kevin, I'm surprised you knew this one, and then I'm also triply supri- surprised that you had such high praise for the Benchwarmers. Slim, it's hilarious. Jay, it's one of those that you should watch with your boys. I, I, Coop and I have watched that movie a billion times. It's stupid, 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 but it is funny. It's weirdly you good. You saying my boys would like a stupid movie? <laughs> it's, it's weirdly good. It's weirdly good. Okay, it is one-to-one. What baseball movie features speedster Willie Mays Hayes? Jay knew this one, could not get it. Could not get it. Jay, or Kevin, you said Major League. That was correct. You guys both like got stumbled up on that one, like equally. You both exact same, but Kevin somehow you somehow you meandered through it. I could not. I did the thing that's the worst thing. Like when people play on the phone and then they let one question stop their brain for the rest of the game. That's what happened. I was done. All right, flamethrower Henry. It's two one. Flamethrower Henry Rowengartner gets a chance to play Major League Baseball for what team? Jay said the Mets. Kevin said the Angels. Oh, Henry Rowengartner breaks his arm, catches a fly ball out in the outfield, guns it all the way back into the into the pitcher in the movie, uh, in the in the movie Rookie of the Year where he plays for the Chicago Cubs. Oh. And, and who plays the Angel Al in Angels in the Outfield? Jay did not know that one. Kevin said Danny Glover, who played the, the manager. Christopher Lloyd played the angel. Oh, that's right. And Kevin, in a terrible twist, you somehow get double the points and are now two and two overall in this in Battle of the Boys. And since I was right, I did lose. I also get double the points. No. Double negative. No, we I mean don't. you can say if you want all you want. Oh, you guys say you're gonna lose, and I got one out of six. I know, but you guys do it every time, and it's a lack of confidence. We've got to focus on the positive in current That's times. True. We've got to keep our that heads up. I am the greatest player ever was. <laughs> At least know the words, Kevin. Correctly. Congratulations on your first win. Right. Nice job. Thank you. Thank you. Baseball. Yeah, baseball. Baseball. It's a lot like radio. Baseball. It's a lot like radio. Yeah, your your brother's real smart in math, right? Can I brag about my brother real quick? Go for it. NASA published one of his papers. Kevin James. Napa published one of mine. Well, it was a coloring contest. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. You can listen to us in a variety of ways if you're, you know, everybody's schedule is a little different. Everybody's locations feels like it's changed. You know, we're all doing the working from home or not going in. I mean, not everybody, but a, a, a wide majority. So if you're not used to listening to us other than just the radio, you can always catch us online at the big 999coyotecountry.com. You can listen to us live there and check out the stream. You also listen to us on the Coyote Country app. Just search that in whatever store you have on your phone or your uh, mobile device. 
And then uh, don't forget, you can also check us out on the smart speaker, like if you have an A-L-E-X-A, and if you want to figure out how to do that, there's step-by-step instructions also on our website at thebig999coyotecountry.com. A lot of ways to listen, and we can always follow along on social media. We've been having fun on social media. More fun stuff to come on that. In the meantime... Stat of the day, friends. Boys, 4,200 people will injure themselves this year playing billiards. Huh. <laughs> it's injuring yourself? I injure mean, you, I could see somebody getting in a fight, you know, the old uh, movie fight, you know, swing the pool cue, but injuring yourself, what is that, a back injury or something? I don't know. Is well, it like you tripping on your stick? Are you knocking a ball off the wall and it comes back and <laughs> pops you in the eye? I have uh, no, but it's never been to myself. I was going to say every injury I've seen around a billiard table is either, you know, you walk by the guy, you don't realize it, and he takes his stick back and hits you. Right. Or I've had it where a guy's bounced a ball up off a table and it hit me square in the forehead. Oh, you're hanging your curtains. (laughs) Were you on your knees, Kevin? No, I was not. I was standing up, and he was trying to do some trick where he was, like, going to pop it up really hard or something. Okay. And it just flew off the table and smacked me square in the forehead. We <laughs> laughed for probably 20 minutes. It was one of the greatest. But, yeah, I, I mean, the, those are not self-injuries, though. No, I don't know how right. you hurt yourself Isn't that playing crazy? billiards. So 4,200 people are going to injure themselves playing billiards. Two things. Number one, which – game do you wish during quarantine you had like bar style game do you wish you had in your house and number two is there anything that is harder to move in and out of a house than a pool table Um, maybe a shuffleboard table well that would be the one i would like in my house was a shuffleboard it's longer but it's not nearly as heavy or as wide so Uh, you don't think i i thought they were heavy because i thought i remember trying to move one at my cousin's house one time, and I remember it being ridiculously heavy. Jaybird, I'm with you. Shuffleboard is the thing I want in my t- in my house. That would be if I had a space for it and I could have one right now during quarantine. That would by far easily be my favorite thing to have in. Piano is also really hard to move, a big piano. But I have moved one pool. I've moved like three or four pianos. I've moved one pool table, and I'll never move another. Because you had the old fashioned Kevin, you're probably not thinking of like the old fashioned slate kind where it's oh, just one. Oh, those are ridiculous. Jay, it, it weighs one million pounds. It is one yeah. million pounds of slate. We moved a pool table and a piano down the basement in the house that I grew up in, and that's where they stayed when we sold the house. <laughs> you know, for real. There's no way we were moving those back up. My dad's like, whoever buys the house, if they don't want it, we'll pay somebody else to move them out. But we're not moving those up the stairs. Yeah. So funny. Just too much work. Well, one Ah. guy moved it down the stairs. He moved the piano by himself down the stairs. But it took like 85 of us to move the uh, move the pool table. Kev, what are you having in your house or what would you have in your house from the from the bar? Uh, I man, I do like shuffleboard, but I'm trying to think of what not pool. I can tell you that because that uh, last year, by the way, one year ago today, I had a memory pop up on my phone. I was in Vegas with Judy. That's better than today. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but 
we went down and saw my mom in Arizona and at her little retirement place where they're at, they had a pool table and I played pool with Judy and she was like doing trick shots and stuff. So I don't need a pool table Whoa. around here for her to beat me and feel inferior some more. <laughs> I don't need that. So uh, <laughs> I think shuffleboard is fun enough and easy enough that everybody can play it. The only thing I would say different, and it's not really really a bar game, but if you would allow me to have it, the little bowling one where you roll the ball yes. up and it jumps into the 50, the 40, the 30, you know. Ski ball. Yeah, ski ball. Ski ball, thank you. Ski ball would be the most fun, I think, around here with the kids. Yeah, ski ball is great, Kev. There, I mean, there was a video of a guy the other day that surfaced where he does – he did two or three rounds where he put it up in that corner, the 10,000 spot. It was like two Ooh, or yeah. three straight rounds where he got it every time. What? Whoa. Yeah, it was wild. Gosh. Uh, ski ball, technically an arcade game, Kevin. But I mean, if you're going to go arcade yeah. games, that's going to really open it up into something else. But but I do love ski ball. It is fun. Yeah. And so why is it? Straight bar game. Okay, flip yeah. it up. Uh, what about a jukebox? I mean, you have your phone now. They look cool, though. It really adds to the room if you're looking for, like, you know, something that looks amazing. I could see Kevin uh, jukebox just... is what I want in my apartment more than anything. Yes. Like, I, I feel like that's the ultimate, especially with TC. They're not two radio guys living in an apartment. Like, you need a jukebox. That is officially the coolest thing ever. Well... Especially if you two guys had the phone app where it allows you to skip to the front of the line. You two would be nonstop skipping the other guy's song so you could get your song played. Kevin, you could That's also true. make some money on a jukebox in your house if you had people over when we're allowed to and make them pay right. to switch the music. That's a that's a win for the that's a win for rent. Yes, it is. You can supplement <laughs> the rent. Charge them to get in like it's a bar, charge them to play skee ball, charge them to play shuffleboard, and to get their songs played. 